Act Three of Double Falsehood or The Distressed Lovers by Louis Theobald. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Three, Scene One. Scene The Prospect of a Village. Enter Julio with a letter and citizen. When from the word she did bow and call, her passions shook her voice, and from her eyes mistemper and destruction, with strange wildness, bespoke concern above a common sorrow. Poor Leonora, treacherous damned Enriquez, she bids me fill my memory with her danger. I do, my Leonora, yes, I fill the region of my thought with nothing else. Lower, she tells me here, that this affair shall yield a testimony of her love, and praise her letter may come safe and sudden. This prayer the heavens have heard, and I beseech him to hear all prayers she makes. Have patience, sir. Oh, my good friend, methinks I am too patient. Is there a treachery like this in baseness recorded anywhere? It is the deepest. None but itself can be its parallel, and from a friend professed. Friendship? Why, tis a word forever maimed in human nature. It was a thing the noblest, and among beasts it stood not in mean place. Things of fierce nature hold amity and concordance. Such a villainy a writer could put not down in his scene, without taxation for his auditory for fiction most enormous. These abatings cool time while they are fented. I am counselled for you evermore, thanks. You've done much for us, so gently pressed to that I may persuade me you'll do a little more. Put me the employment that's honest, for not safe, with my best spirits, I'll give it accomplishment. No more but this. For I must see Leonora, and to appear like Julio as I am might haply spoil some good event ensuing. Let me crave the exchange of habit with you. Some disguise may bear me to my love, unmarked and secret. You shall not want it. Yonder's the house before us. Make haste to reach it. Still, I thank you, sir. O oh, Leonora, stand but this rude shock. Hold out thy faith against the dread assault of this base lord, and service of my life shall be devoted to repay thy constancy. Exeunt Scene two, Don Bernard's house. Enters Leonora. I've hoped to the latest minute hope can give. He will not come. He has not received my letter. Maybe some other view has from our home repealed his changed eye. For what business can excuse a tardiness thus willful? None. Well, then it is not business. Oh, that letter i say is not delivered or oh, he's sick or oh, oh suggestion wherefore wilt thou fright me julio does to henriquez on mere purpose on plotted purpose yield me up and he hath chosen another mistress all presumptions make powerful to this point his own protraction henriquez left behind that strain lacked jealousy therefore lacked love so sure as life shall empty itself in death this new surmise of mine is a bold certainty tis plain and obvious henriquez would not durst not thus infringe the law of friendship thus provoke a man that bears a sword and wears his flag of youth as fresh as he he durst not tis contrivance gross daubing twixt them both <laughs> but i am overheard going enters julio disguised Stay, Leonora. Has this outward veil quite lost me to thy knowledge? Oh, my Julio! 
Oh, thy presence ends the stern debate of doubt and cures me of a thousand heartsick fears sprung from thy absence, yet awakes a train of other sleeping terrors. Do you weep? No, Leonora. When I weep, it must be the substance of mine eye. Would I could weep, for then mine eye would drop upon my heart and swage the fire there. You are full-possessed how things go here. First welcome heartily, welcome to the ending of my last good hour. Now summer bliss and gaudy days are gone, my lecenum's expired. Not so, Leonora. Yes, Julio, yes. An everlasting storm is come upon me which I can't bear out. I cannot stay much talk, we have lost leisure. And thus it is. Your absence hath given breeding to what my letter hath declared, and is this instant on the affecting. Hark the music. Flourish within. Is now on tuning, which must celebrate this business so discordant. Tell me, then, what you will do. I know not what. Advise me. I'll kill the traitor. Oh, take heed. His death betters our cause no wit. No killing, Julio. My blood stands still, and all my faculties are by enchantment dulled. Your gracious powers, the guardians of sworn faith and suffering virtue, inspire prevention of this dreaded mischief. This moment is our own. Let's use it, love, and fly all the instant from this house of woe. Alas, impossible. My steps are watched. There's no escape for me. You must stay, too. Would I stay and see thee ravished from my arms? I'll force thy passage. Were I not a sword? Ne'er on man's thy road better. If I suffer the traitor played his part, if I not do manhood and justice, honor, let me be deemed a tame, pale coward, whom the night owl's hoop may turn the aspen leaf. Some man take this, give me a distaff for it. Patience, Julio, and trust to me. I have forethought the means to disappoint these nuptials. Hark again. Music within. These are the bells nor for us. See the lights move this way, Julio. Quick, beyond yon arras, and take thy secret stand. Dispute it not, I have my reasons. You anon shall know them. There you may mark the passage of the night. Yet more, I charge you by the dearest ties. Whate'er you see or hear, whate'er shall hap in your concealment, rest a silent statue. Nay, hide thee straight, or... See, I'm armed, and vow. Shows a dagger. To fall a bleeding sacrifice before thee. Thrusts him out to the arras. I dare not tell thee of my purpose, Julio, lest it should wrap thee in such agonies which my love could not look on. Scene opens to a large hall, an altar prepared with tapers. Enter at one door servants with lights, Henriquez, Don Bernard, and churchmen. At another, attendants to Leonora. Henriquez runs to her. Why, Leonora, wilt thou with this gloom darken my triumph, suffering discontent, and van displeasure to subdue that sheik where love should sit enthroned? Behold your slave. Nay, frown not, for each hour of growing time shall task me to thy service, till by merit of dearest love I blot the low-born Julio from thy fair mind. So I shall make it foul. This counsel is corrupt. Come, will you change? Why would you make a wife of such a one that is so apt to change? This foul proceeding still speaks against itself and vilifies the purest of your judgment. 
For your birth's sake I will not dart my hoarded curses at you, nor give my meanings language. For the love of all good things together, yet take heed and spurn the tempter back. I think you're mad, perverse and foolish wretch. How may I be obedient and wife too? Of my obedience, sir, I cannot strip me. Nor can I then be wife grace against grace ungracious if i not obey a father most perjured if i do yet lord consider or ere too late or ere that not be tied which may with violence damnable be broken no other way dissevered yet consider you wed my body not my heart my lord no part of my affection sounds it well that julio's love is lord henrique's wife have you an ear for this harsh sound? No shot of reason can come near the place where my love's fortified. The day shall come wherein you'll chide this backwardness and bless our fervour in this course. No, no, Henriquez. When you shall find what profit you approved, you'll prophesy no more. Have done this talking. If you will cleave to your obedience, do it. If not, unbolt the portal and be gone. My blessings stay behind you. Sir, your pardon. I will not swerve a hair's breadth from my duty. It shall first cost me dear. Well, then, to the point. Give me your hand. My honoured lord, receive my daughter of me. Nay, no dragging back but with my curses, whom I frankly give you, and with you, joy and honour as don bernard goes to give leonora to henriquez julio advances from the arras and steps between hold don bernard mine is the elder claim what are you sir a wretch that's almost lost to his own knowledge struck throw with injuries ha julio hear you were you not sent on our command to court ordered to wait your fair dismission thence and have you dared, knowing you are our vassal, to steal away unprivileged, and leave my business and your duty unaccomplished? Ungenerous lord, the circumstance of things should stop the tongue of question. You have wronged me, wronged me so basely and so dear a point, as stains the cheek of honour with a blush, cancels the bond of servants, bids allegiance throw to the wind all high respects of birth, title, and eminence, and in their stead fills up the painting heart with just defiance. If you have sense of shame, justice, Lord, forgo this bad intent, or with your sword answer me like a man, and I shall thank you. Julio, once dead, Leonora may be thine, but living she's a prize too rich to part with. Vain man, the present hour is fraught with business, a richer moment. Love shall first be served. Then, if your courage hold to claim it of me, I may have leisure to chastise this boldness. Nay, then I'll seize my right. What? Here a brawl? My servants, turn this boisterous sword forth, and see he come not to disturb our joys. Hold, dogs! Leonora, coward base Henriquez! Julio is seized and dragged out by the servants. She dies upon me. Help! Leonora swoons. As they endeavour to recover her, a paper drops from her. Throng not about her! but give her air what paper that let's see it it is her own handwriting bow her head tis but her fright she will recover soon what learn you by that paper good my lord that she would do the violence to herself 
which nature hath anticipated on her. What dagger means she? Search her well, I pray you. Here is the dagger. Oh, the stubborn sex rash even to madness. Bear her to the chamber. Life flows in her again. Pray bear her hence and tend her as you would the world's best treasure. Women carry Leonora off. Don Bernard, this wild tumult will soon cease. The course removed, and all return to calmness. Passions in woman are as short in working, as strong in their effect. Let the priest wait. Come, go we in. My soul is all on fire, and burns impatient of this forced delay. Exeunt, and the scene closes. Scene three. Prospect of a village at a distance. Enters Roderick. Julio's departure thus in secret from me, with the long doubtful absence of my brother, who cannot suffer but my father feels it, have trusted me with strong suspicions and dreams that will not let me sleep, nor eat, nor taste those recreations health demands. But, like a whirlwind, hither have they snatched me perforce to be resolved. I know my brother had Julio's father for his host. From him, inquiry may befriend me. Enters Camillo. Old sir, I'm glad to have met you thus. What ails the man? Camillo. Ha? Huh? Is't possible you should forget your friends? Friends? What are those? Why, those that love you, sir. You're none of those, sure, if you be Lord Roderick. Yes, I am that Lord Roderick. And I lie not, if I protest, I love you passing well. You loved my son too passing well, I take it. One that believed too suddenly in his court creed. All is not well. Good old man, do not rail. My lord, my lord, you've dealt dishonourably. Good sir, I am so far from doing wrongs of that base strain, I understand you not. Indeed? You know not neither of my conscience how your most virtuous brother, noble Enriquez, you look so like him, lord, you are the worse for it, rots upon such dissemblers. Under colour of buying coursers, and I know not what, bought my poor boy out of possession even of his plighted faith. Was not this honour, and this a constant friend? I dare not say so. Now you have robbed him of his love, take all, make up your malice and dispatch his life too. If you would hear me, sir. Your brave old father would have been torn in pieces with wild horses ere he had done this treachery. On my conscience, had he but dreamt you too durst have committed this base, unmanly crime. Why, this is madness. I've done, I've eased my heart. Now you may talk. Then, as I am a gentleman, believe me, for I will lie for no man... I'm so far from being guilty of the least suspicion of sin that way, that fearing the long absence of Julio and my brother might beget something to start at, hither have I travelled to know the truth of you. Enters Violante behind. My servant loiters. Sure he means me well. Camillo, and a stranger. These may give me some comfort from their talk. I'll step aside and hear what fame is stirring. Violante retires. Why this wandering? Can there be one so near in blood as you are to that Enriquez and an honest man? While he was good, I do confess my nearness. But since his fall from honour, 
he's to me as a strange face i saw but yesterday and as soon lost i ask your pardon lord i was too rash and bold no harm done sir but is it possible you should not hear the passage twixt leonora and your brother none of all this enters citizen how now i bear you dying sir which i could wish some other tongue delivered whence i pray you from your son sir prithee where is he that's more than i know now sir but this i can assure you he is said to see raging mad heaven covered him he came to that cursed marriage defiance take it prithee be gone and bid the bell knoll for me i have had one foot in the grave some time nay go good friend thy news deserves no thanks exit citizen how does your lordship that's well said old man i hope all shall be well yet it had need for tis a crooked world farewell poor boy enters don bernard this comes of forcing women where they hate it was my own sin and i am rewarded now i am like an aged oak alone left for all tempests i would cry but cannot i am dried to death almost with these vexations lord what a heavy load i have within me my heart my heart my heart has this ill weather met with thee too oh wench that i were with thee you do not come to mock at me now ha huh? do not dissemble thou mayst find a knave as bad as thou art to undo thee too i hope to see that day before i die yet it needeth not camillo i am knave sufficient to myself if thou wilt rail do it as bitterly as thou canst think of for i deserve it draw thy sword and strike me and i will thank thee for it i've lost my daughter she's stolen away and whither gone i know not she has a fair blessing in being from you sir i was too poor a brother for your greatness you must be grafted into noble stocks and have your titles raised my state was laughed at and my alliance scorned i've lost a son too which must not be put up so offers to draw hold be counselled you've equal losses urge no farther anger heaven pleased now at your love may bring again and no doubt will your children to your comforts in which adventure my foot shall be foremost and one more will i add my honoured father who has a son to grieve for too though tainted let your joint sorrow be as balm to heal these wounds of adverse fortune come camillo do not deny your love for charity i ask it of you let this noble lord make brothers of us whom our own cross fates could never join what i have been forget what i intend to be believe and nourish i do confess my wrongs give me your hand heaven make thee honest there tis done like good men now there rests naught but that we part and each take several ways in quest of our lost friends some of my train o'er the wild rocks shall wait you our best search ended here we'll meet again and tell the fortunes of our separate travels exeunt violante comes forward i would your brother had but half your virtue 
yet there remains a little spark of hope that lights me to some comfort the match is crossed the parties separate and i again may come to see the man that has betrayed me and wound his conscience for it home again i will not go whatever fortune guides me though every step i went i trod dangers as fearful and as pale as death no no henriquez i will follow thee where there is day time may beget a wonder enters servant oh are you come what news none but the worst your father makes mighty offers yonder by a crier to any one can bring you home again art thou corrupted no wilt thou be honest i hope you do not fear me indeed i do not thou hast an honest face and such a face when it deceives take heed is cursed of all heaven's creatures i'll hang first heaven bless thee from that end i've heard a man say more than this and yet that man was false thou'lt not be so i hope by my life mistress swear not i credit thee but prithee though take heed thou dost not fail i do not doubt thee yet i have trusted such a serious face and been abused too if i fail your trust i do thee wrong to hold thy honesty at distance thus thou shalt know all my fortunes get me a shepherd's habit well what else and wait me in the evening where i told thee there thou shalt know my farther ends take heed do you fear me still no tis only counsel my life and death i have put equally into thy hand let not rewards nor hopes be cast into the scale to turn thy faith be honest but for virtue's sake that's all he that has such a treasure cannot fall Exeunt. End of Act Three.